Hi everyone, welcome to a massive altcoin Bible episode. Just want to thank everyone for listening in and watching in for these episodes, which I really, really enjoy. Big picture overview, Bitcoin and crypto broadly is in a bit of a corrective phase. And no matter what anyone tells you, it is not always crypto to the moon. And we will see corrective phases in this market. It is natural, it is normal, like a staircase up and elevated down. In most cases, unless we're seeing a, a parabolic blow off or a, a real panic sell to the downside. So you do get the two extremes. This feels very much in a bit of a corrective phase after a massive run for Bitcoin, about 34% from those lows around that 16,000 mark all the way up to about 23,000 where we're struggling at a bit of overhead resistance. That is totally normal after a big move. You want some corrective moves uh, as investors and traders take profits off the table and begin to distribute. We find this support a bit higher and then we go higher. That is if the market wants to continue higher. We could very well come back with Bitcoin looking to maybe retest that 200 day moving average at around about 20,000. So just keep that in the back of your mind. And the little move this morning, I just wanna again, point very high level picture here. Bitcoin moved down a couple of hundred dollars. That was all it moved down, uh, but it was at a key level. And as soon as it dropped below that level, altcoins absolutely nuked. They fell, uh, you know, double percentage points, some of them in an instant. So that tells me that liquidity in altcoins is very, very low still. And that is very much a theme that we are carrying through, uh, hopefully in these videos, but also some of the other videos that we're doing constantly. Uh, just telling you that for now, the liquidity is based almost solely around Bitcoin and Ethereum and anything outside of that, there is high volatility. So if we do see support levels break, we can see altcoins really whipsaw. Uh, meanwhile, Bitcoin and Ethereum still hold a lot of the uh, the overall capital in the market. So just keep that in mind. I'm going to cover a few cryptos today. I'm going to start on Danger Zone, which is VeChain. We have not covered VeChain much at all, but just with this chart here, it looks very reminiscent of so many uh, that we've looked at previously at a, as our danger zone. And it's just such an easy setup to identify. Cardano springs to mind as the crypto that painted this uh, horrible um, downside potential chart uh, a while ago. And we just kept hammering away at it. And this is looking really bad. Now, VeChain's looking like that right now. And why is that? Well, you've got this very seriously strong support level, which is now flipped resistance. You can just see how many times the price action just came down here, wicked, wicked into a bounce, bounce, bounce. These bounces got lower and lower and lower until finally this major support broke. And see how heavy the volume is at that level. Just huge support. Once it, once it cracks, everyone knows, all right, well, the market actually wants lower and then fell away. Now, this is setting up as a retest of this very serious uh, support level, but now as resistance. So just as it was, you can see here how well respected it was on the uh, when we're coming down to test it as support, it is going to do likewise uh, underneath now as resistance. So uh, unless there is a big movement in VeChain, a big buy or a big movement in Bitcoin, which gives this part of the market a bit more confidence, uh, VeChain coming up underneath uh, this key support level as well as this uh, green line here, which I've just got it, is confluent with this level. That's the 200-day moving average. That is a huge moving average to get above it. If you're below it, we're generally bearish. If you're above it, we're much more bullish than where we are. So uh, for me, we're underneath it. We're under the support level. We've come up. We've wicked into it as well. You can see uh, buyers tried to get above it and then this big red candle, we wicked high above that support level and then we just sold off underneath it. Now we're trending lower. For me, VeChain looks like an almost lock for around about that 20 cents to 18 cents level. 
that's that next series support that we can see here by the the volume as well rsi you know just falling away there so bulls are just losing strength at a clip as well as stock rsi just showing you a bit more detail on the rsi is trying to you know fall much lower so uh, for me stars are aligning that uh, vchain wants lower and has failed its first resistance check doesn't mean it won't break through at some other point but we're definitely going to see a contraction here you know maybe something like that if we if you think that we're moving higher on vchain or we're coming back down to test these levels here to see how strong they are so uh vchain very clearly my danger zone for the week Let's move over to one of the, well, let's say the biggest. If you go on CoinMarketCap, you type in AI and big data tokens, uh, GRT, the graph token, is at the very, very top by market cap. And that's important because it gets a lot of eyeballs. But why am I talking about AI uh, and big data? Well, it has been the very clear moving trend over the last four weeks. So the first start of this year and maybe a bit of back end in December, AI has been flying. Uh, there's another one, AGIX, that's up about 120% uh, over seven days. Now, all of that to me screams a bit of hype frenzy, bubble, it's going to pop, and then we're going to see uh, the real movers after that. Uh, but you just want to pay attention to these trends as they develop. And I, I strongly think that, and we've been discussing that with some of our clients, that the chat GBT coming out and taking the world by storm is really fueling that move uh, into AI and that random speculation where you just essentially just buy anything AI or big data and looking to ride that wave higher. So I wanted to cover this because uh, G, uh, GRT uh, is my one to watch and I also have another one to watch, which is a bit more mainstream, which I'll show you in a sec. Uh, but here, I just want to show you the setup uh, for GBT. Now, uh, kind of like VChain, it is coming up and testing the underside. Now, I had this peg when it was looking a little bit more bullish just before the, the close this morning, uh, but it's coming up against that, um, well, it was actually on top of the 200-day moving average, just like we saw with VeChain. VeChain had actually hit the 200 and then sold off, and now it's moving lower. Uh, GRT was on top of it, and I was hoping it would close above it, and I'm going to really have to zoom in to see if it has done that. Look, it did close above it. So for me, that's still bullish, even though we're seeing a bit of a sell-off here just underneath it, it really matters on where this candle closes now. This could be a, you know, a wick downwards. Uh, we see buyers come in, you know, previous little high over here, we rally back above it, and then GRT moves higher. Certainly looks like it has the potential. The RSI is just pulling back a little bit. Stock looks like it's um, you know, bottomed out, it's reloading. So yeah, to me, this is a wonder watch token just simply because it's got the narrative as well and it's really trying to break out and bust, bust higher. Uh, and I like the exposure that's got at the top of the market cap list. If you're looking at index funds, got high liquidity as well. So very, very important, um, but we cannot um, ignore the potential downside here as well, just like we've said with VeChain. That to me is a fairly decent um, support level that has run into uh, massive resistance there, run into bang, 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 but the 200 moving average is here. So I think the battleground right now is the 200 moving average. You get on top of that, I think we crack this and, and go higher. That's just a gut feel on that. And again, that is why it's my one to watch because I think um, it can really go either way. And then if you're looking for take profit levels, you, know, you look at the next uh, you know, major high areas, which you can see, and also if I turn on the volume, oh, get rid of that, get rid of the 21. And as well, just pointing out there that it just showed me it's on top of some key moving averages. So I like that as well. If it's on top of the 21, it's generally uptrending. If it's below the 21, it generally wants to go into a more corrective phase. 
Uh, but just moving up here, yeah, some very heavy overhead resistance. But again, the 200 is a pretty strong signal that this wants to be bullish in. You know, it hasn't been above it since, you know, 2021. So uh, very, very um, important for me. I haven't said that uh, many enough already, but uh, yeah, over here you just—it's been in a massive bear phase, just falling lower and lower and lower, creating those lower lows and lower highs. Uh, this is definitely on course for a trend change, but you really want to wait for that confirmation over here. All right, Shiba Inu is the more mainstream choice. I just wanted to go with, and this one actually looks a little bit more bullish. It's still one to watch for me. It's had a pretty decent run over this last phase, uh, and it's finally cracked the 200-day moving average. We're just explaining over these last few cryptos just how important that is. It's blasted above it, and now it's come back down to uh, retest it, which is really, really great to see. And we're just having a look, Fibonacci retracement. Yeah, so the uh, 30, uh, 0.3, so 38% retracement level is holding up quite strong there, which is good for now. Wants to close above it, and then Shiba Inu might be trying to create that higher low. So you got a low over here, higher low, and a, a local higher high, and then it may look to create an uptrend going through you know, something like that. So uh, for me, definitely one to watch, but it's shown tremendous strength, just like Dogecoin, which is interesting. Um, and uh, Shibarium, the, the release of the layer two for SHIB came out uh, last week. So uh, that really fueled this, I guess, speculation higher, but technically it is on top of this 200 day moving average, which you really like to see. RSI looks a bit toppy here, just like most altcoins, they just want to reload. They've been just very frothy and overheated. We want to see a nice contraction, a nice pullback, uh, hopefully to a, a really strong support level that's just been broken. So we can retest, confirm support, and then bounce higher. If it has the correction and it comes beneath the 200, then it's probably going to crack this support level and come back down into these areas. Uh, but you can clearly see there's a defined range in there. So buying areas, you'd look at the, the 200, then you'd have a look at this um, horizontal but you really want to see how it behaves, what the RSI is looking at, and use it as confluence. You also want to take into account what Bitcoin's doing. That wants to look good. You want to look at the S&P 500 to make sure that looks, you know, potentially bullish above uh, 4,000. So all of that uh, have to weigh up. Also take profit levels again. Look for previous highs uh, in Wix. I'd probably look at, uh, you know, something like this one here, 1520. That's absolutely on the cards. Uh, also this one over here, and then uh, maybe a more midterm target, that uh, 2300 level. But also, again, factor in the volume support. So I'll bring that on so you can all see. So again, yeah, so once it's above here, you really want to see it bounce and crack through this volume area, and then it's got nothing above it really in terms of volume. So uh, it, it likely does respect the top of these weeks, but in terms of volume ahead, is not much. You can see how massive the volume here is. So tra uh, traders and investors really want to buy and sell Shiba Inu in this range so between these yellow lines. Uh, above it, there's a massive gap in volume. So if Shiba Inu can do something like this, retest this as major support because this is a huge volume level, then there's this big gulp up that. So that's how quickly it can move up to about 2300 just because there is nothing there. And that has to contend with this previous floor up here. So Shiba Inu, another one to watch. All right, Matic, it is <clears throat> being one of the cryptos we follow. It is a cherry ripe one to watch for a very long time. I'm putting it there again. I'm putting cherry ripe. There aren't too many cryptos that look really, really good uh, in the you know the top 20. So I'm going to go with Matic again because of the relative strength that it has been showing. It's been holding at this upper band of the range up here, which I really, really like. It's above some key moving averages, above the 21. It's just coming down to retest the support. It's above the 200 as well. It's holding in this volume area, which is really, really nice. 
and it keeps trying to run for that dollar area, eventually that is going to break for good. You know, wick here, wick there, big breakout here, couldn't maintain it underneath. Uh, wick, 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 wick. So the more times you test a you know resistance or support level, the weaker it gets. <clears throat> and it's very clear to me that Matic wants higher at some point. And it's so far uh, trying to consolidate in this little pattern here. We had the pullback there to a Fibonacci retracement. In fact, let's just do that, see what it's trying to do here. So the 38% uh, level area, it is super strong right now. I'd be concerned if that breaks as well because this is confluent with this heavy support area. I'd be a buyer in this region, so around 91, 92 cents. Uh, and then you look higher, I mean, you could sell at a dollar, but eventually this is gonna break. You really wanna wait for confirmation in these types of markets where say it cracks a major support level, you don't wanna buy when it just you know runs through because you don't know if it's a legit or just a uh, maybe a fake out. What you wanna wait for is confirmation. So there's a very key support level here Wait for that to confirm and hold support there. Then it's really off to the races. And why this area is so big, this 38% retracement area, one, the volume support, but also it's the ceiling of this previous area. It is absolutely enormous, the support here. So if that breaks, I'd be very concerned that this comes back down to these uh, lower areas of the range, you know, 75 cents, 80 cents. Uh, but for now, this is holding and it's compressing and it's trying to bust up. Uh, it doesn't look like it at this stage, but that's what patterns generally look like uh, when they're in a tight trading range. You know, it's trying to break through a resistance or a support level. If it's just concentrated there, it just wants to push higher and higher or lower and lower. You can just see it on a chart. And that looks to me like um, it wants to. When it does break, you want to wait. Uh, again, for that level to, to move. And then, you know, $1.30 is probably that, that nearest move just based on this uh, spike up over here. Stock RSI looks like it's trying to bottom out. RSI down here, you know, it's just sloping down, bulls are weakening. So that's interesting. What we want to see is these support levels hold with everything over here weakening, and then it's reloading for that move higher. So uh, guys, hope you've enjoyed this episode. Make sure to catch up with us next week. Uh, as always, love doing them. So uh, have a great day. Ta, bye.